This episode of Idle Thumbs is brought to you by Hover, a great domain name registrar. Visit Hover.com and use the promo code MINTS for 10% off a new domain registration. And through this month, wacky new top-level domain names are on sale, such as JeffJeff.cool. Brecken.cool. That's all we got. Brecken.zone. <laughs> oh, man. Brecken.zone probably means cool, cool.zone. Cool zone. Brecken.guru. Brecken.cab. Brecken.expert. Brecken.pro. Brecken.clinic. Brecken.webcam. Brecken.cruises. Brecken.cruises and the Brecken.wiki. <laughs> Brecken.report. Visit me. Visit it today. Uh, hover.com. Use the promo code MINTS, M-I-N-T-S, for 10% off your first order. Majesco.cool. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet, <that. laughs> uh, we did it! I got my Jessica cool in there. I'm so glad! <laughs> I can't believe someone bought that. I'm so happy. <laughs> it should redirect to Majesco's listing on the Nasdaq Stock Exchange. Though <laughs> it's a great URL all around. Yeah, yeah. it goes oh, to man. great places. I'm going to invest like in this new company. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, just yeah. <laughs> 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 Whoa! <laughs> that was, was a great that? laugh. That was a weaselly fucking laugh. Yeah. That, was you know that was crazy. That was I cannot wait to record this episode of Idle Thumbs. So it. we're doing it. Let's do oh, it. Man. August 20th, 2014. This is Idle Thumbs 172, I think. I'm Chris Remo. I'm Jake Rodkin, and it is. And I'm Nick Reckon. And what? I'm Danielle Rando. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> Nick just totally fucking scooped Danielle. He scooped my hand. I waited. We both had an I waited the customary two seconds. It's fine, and I'm Jake Rodkin. That's true. So, you, did, you did lag. Yeah. There was a Danielle. lag. Yeah. yeah. It's fine. Nobody cares. That's okay. My, All that my everyone cares is, is the that code this we got, week, we got so it's here. cool. Yeah, that's yeah. true. This week was, <laughs> yeah. If you <laughs> if you visit Hover and use that thing, it says it just says like promotional code mints active, which is like yeah. I don't know. I like that it says that it's worded as if you've entered a secret phrase, but really you're just getting cheap domain names. Anyway, they didn't they didn't pay for this part, so we should talk <laughs> about video games. <laughs> video games. We should talk about. I guess are we gonna should we just open up with a with a playable teaser. I think oh, we should. A PT demo? With, yeah, with a, with a fucking... <laughs> sure. Here's the playable <laughs> teaser for this episode. Uh, Did you not immediately think about PT Cruiser and PT yes, Barnum when course. that thing showed up? Okay, uh-huh. good. Just getting that out of the way. Physical training. 
<laughs> I thought about pregnant teenager, but that's been weird. <laughs> I was I missed whenever this was announced or shown or whatever, and so people were talking about this before I knew it. Oh play. yeah, and it strikes me as the most Kojima touch. Of course, to name something no. an abbreviation of a completely generic term yeah. that is in no way specific. <clears throat> I think they didn't even this. want people to know that it was a teaser. So we should yeah. talk about what this actually is for half a second. Yeah. All right. Right. Yeah. It was yeah. at Sony's Gamescom. A uh, quick spoiler warning here for Silent Hill PT, whatever this thing is. Uh, we, we talk about it in in depth, so if you don't want to hear us spoil it, jump to around 36 minutes, 30 seconds, and then we're done talking about it. We talk about it for a while. They, right after Sony's Gamescom presentation. This thing went up in the store, This right? thing went up for free in the PlayStation Store, and it was generic. It was just PT, playable trailer. What does that mean? I don't know. Nobody knew. Absolutely nobody knew that it was connected to Silent Hills. Yeah, it was listed as like 70, 88 Studios. Yeah, or 70, yeah. 70, 80. God, that's some, also some a, random. Yeah, that's the most Kojima thing. No, it, well, like, it also contains many, yes. Many rem- touches. Like, many, I remember when the... Many I mean, numbers. It's totally... It's totally... <laughs> got all those numbers. The most recent one... Oh, yeah. I, did, I interrupted and interrupted a thousand times before saying it's a playable demo for an up like, like a concept demo for an upcoming for Silent, Silent Hill Hills. game by Kojima that's like and, also produced and, by Guillermo del Toro exactly yeah there, there's sort of two big mm. names on and then Norman Reedus from the Walking from the Walking Dead TV show is oh, right. also involved it, right not knowing what it was I mean so I saw people <clears> talking <throat> about it then I knew what it was but what it what what it really feels like is just a vertical slice that was released to the public. Yeah, but but also though like at the VGAs 2 years ago there was that um Phantom Pain video demo that oh, was yeah. just like the guy like the like amputee guy oh, in the God, hospital is right. falling over stuff all over the place. Mm-hmm. It feels like that was made mm. to me, and then Kojima was like, "Fuck! Why isn't this just thing people right. can play?" Right. Boop. Now this Here is just is. fuck it. Just like it's yeah. the ultimate form of the Kojima well, trailer. Yeah, I remember after Metal Gear came out, he was just like touring around the United States, just doing a thing. Like he was showing up at like every studio. I imagine that this is the result of that. But yeah, uh, yeah, it's entirely know. possible. So okay, so what is this? It's a video <clears> game <throat> experience. Is it like 30 okay, seconds? It's like, okay. it's like a 90 minutes? minute uh, to three hour game. It's really basically. weird. Imagine wait, wait, really? Gone Home. Yes. It's really strange. Imagine oh. Gone Home, really but you can't actually touch anything in a very frustrating way, but it's scary and directed by Kojima. Yeah. Okay. Also, God, it's I, based I, around a loop. So it feels like it's like the Zelda maze from Zelda 1, yeah, so where it, you're constantly going through the warning, same... I guess. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah spoiler, spoiler warning. Spoilers. Spoiler warning. We're going to talk about PT, because... <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I mean, so you we have to talk about PT, right? Let's yeah. talk about PT, everyone. Yeah, it's either it was a awkward child for me. or venereal. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I don't, don't want to talk about that. So what it so, is 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 you're basically it's first person perspective, and you start off in this darkened room, and you open the door, and you're in a hallway. And the like hallway a, like looks a house. like a normal sort right. of middle class house. There's like cheesy, crappy <clears> art on the walls. There's like pictures of people looking more or less happy, and it's messy. There's like, it's got like the, but it's like, also creepy. It's got like wall yes. sconces of the style that are like supposed to look like leaded glass, but are also made out of like brass that you would buy and put in your house <clears> in the eighties. <throat> and also, it looks yeah. nice. Like it's realistically rendered. It, it looks beautiful. I saw it first on my phone on a YouTube video, and, and you're like, "This is real life." It looked like real life. Yeah, it was yeah, scary. It looks good. Uh, it looks really good. But yeah, but you have to keep. It's basically it only takes place <clears> in. A hallway. You know, there's sort of like yeah. four, you know, yeah. sides of a hallway. You walk and down a hall. You there's a little like room. there's a little nook with some photos. You turn right. 
you end up passing a closed door and the door out of the house you can't get into then there's some stairs that lead down to what is ostensibly a basement door you open that and then it just opens back up onto the same hallway again so as you walk through this over and over again it sort of things change little little clues appear disappear fucking scary stuff happens the lighting is completely different like it's it's they get a huge amount of mileage out of this one hallway. Well, it, it, what's nice about it is that from just like a horror perspective, it lulls you into a a just uh, you complacency. Sort of start, you sort you, of fall into its own yeah, you tempo. Fall into a like trap. I'm walking into a right. loop, and then you're like, oh, fuck, something yeah. is different. Well, and what's yeah. weird is you yeah. realize you're falling into that trap, but it's still effective. Like, yeah, it still works. Absolutely. Yeah. But also, I mean, do we want to Talk about all the details of this, or do we want to just talk about holistic opinions of this thing? I think it's worth. I think it's worth experiencing worth talking to about because it's. Yeah. I actually really liked I it. I don't know about both of you. Maybe you, as developers, you were kind of like, I have you mixed can opinions. see all the tricks. I have of- incredibly mixed opinions. I, yeah. I was I was enraptured for about ten minutes. I was terrified. I was impressed by a lot of things, and then it broke down for me. About is that when it got into shitty, bad like yes. Japanese adventure game? Puzzles? Yeah, yeah, totally. Baby yeah. crying yeah. shit. Yeah. yeah, no, no, Which... baby crying shit was fine. Baby crying shit was fine. Yeah, it's when the it... horror. Oh, stuff... sorry, I mean the baby laughing. But shit. no, P- pixel hunting. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, pixel hunting like just obscure, like, weird zoom puzzles. Like just... sure. let us let us now spoil one puzzle. Yes, this. so skip ahead oh, probably a couple God. minutes. But like the, the first notable puzzle. So like you've been yeah. you've been wandering through this hallway. The lighting keeps, like, you'll go through it and, and it looks normal. Then you go through it the next time and the lights are totally off and it's fucking scary. Or, like, mm-hmm. the door to the bathroom is open a crack. Yeah. And you can't tell what that means. Or, no, it's not. It's, it gets first. It's sort you of, like, funny? rattling it's and like, stuff. But it really is just classic horror movie schlocky stuff. But it's done to, yeah, like, yeah. a level of execution that but, is yeah. fucking fantastic. Anyway, Absolutely. All, all these things happen. But then eventually you get to a place where you're like, I think that I'm just seeing the same content effectively over and over again right now. And I'm right. not advancing. And then you look and there's a photograph that says it is written the words gouge it outer over it and then there's just like some like marking on it that's just like some weird blue scratches the association you have mm. to make is that it is the blue color in the shape of an x and therefore you should look directly at the photograph and press the x button on your controller and that advances oh, the scene Kojima, come on yep yep <laughs> oh Kojima. And then it, it just it stacks up and up and up from there until it's like you're wandering just steve left. wandering literally this infinite loop which is this crazy drug trip yeah. everything's just well red and blurred that, and it's that, nuts and also that's the least heinous uh, example of that you're too. wandering it until yeah. a photo has fallen off the wall well, when you're not right. near it when you're at you like a thousand times wall. run speed too right and, then you have to look through the hole in the wall and hold the, the it tells the you trigger to adjust down. the brightness so that you know so that it becomes creepy so your your tv is already at its yeah. most dark setting it's going to be ever and then you're you're, you're pixel hunting for the tiniest <laughs> black hole then you look in a you, you have to dimly look lit the hallway wall by clicking down r3 oh. and you have to hold it down you until, have to hold it down the whole time is complete and if you let go so these, <laughs> know, these things are bad but but the, the stuff where the lighting just does oh, yeah. insane. The lighting is good. The lighting is fantastic. The first person movement is fantastic. Yeah. The the momentum of that. The actual scares interesting. that occur are really good. Your guy really it feels good. like he has a lot of weight. Yeah. And it's the making me it feel really feels like, anxious. It feels like your head kind of leads you yeah. in a weird yeah, way. It's, it's interesting. It's, it's very really, good. really good. And like we were when we were playing it, we just a bunch of us played it after work, so it was nice. like me, Palo, our graphics programmer, uh Ollie, and oh my god, who else was in here? A ghost. Lisa was in here. <laughs> I've now forgotten who else was here. Lisa's I'm sorry, my coworkers. Oh, Patrick. Um, but Ollie was basically just hidden behind a pillow the entire time. And whenever <laughs> it's really scary. Like whenever we would just like, I play games like this like a complete dick because the suspension of disbelief sure. only yeah. works on me to a certain level. Like I'm scared at the jump scares, but I also think it's fun to just sort of poke around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like. 
the way that I would like when I was watching a horror movie, I much much prefer ones where people actually sort of just dick around and really frustrate people. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but like I just kept looking at like the photos over on the wall when obviously there was something totally terrifying yeah, over there yeah, in yeah. part because I didn't want to look at it and in part because it was right. funny. But people were just screaming at me, look over to the right, look down the hallway. Well, you know what that is? That's like when you go to a haunted house in real life, like yeah. the, like the yeah. experiential haunted houses because you can do the exact same thing where you know there's a thing around the corner. You probably you have a good idea of like what but it now's is. now's the time and to take everybody's it with moment. you. And you can yeah. rally like, oh, something else. There's going to be a ghost. And then you're just like looking at the thing off to the side. And you're just <laughs> like, of course there's going to be a ghost. Oh, it's a haunted house. <laughs> It's getting like really frustrated with you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But oh my god, I had I had the whole room be like, for God's sake, turn to the right. And I'm like, I know, know that when I look over there, a fucking weird static ghost is gonna yeah. fucking flop <gasps> around or whatever. <laughs> and then it didn't. It was scary. Yeah. It also, my per- I I I've only ever played Silent Hill two, mm. which I oh, okay. like a lot. Yeah. And this game didn't feel at all like my experience of Silent Hill. There's a couple moments that did, which I guess this is a, like the weird thing with the refrigerator and some of the stuff with the red lights did. But like, yeah, it Silent Hill has a lot of the Japanese horror-ish stuff in mm-hmm. it, but it always feels way more unique in Silent Hill and less like it's aiming just for the trope. Yeah. And this stuff, the execution yeah. of it was great, but it feels so <clears> much like straight trope stuff. The, yes, it's, so like I, it did myself, feel like we're going to design a haunted house. Yeah, so for a video I felt game. like I was only attributing Silent Hill esque things to the things that on the surface level were exactly like Silent Hill before. It's like, oh, a right. staticky radio that's kind of delivering stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which yeah. was well, fucking the, the fantastic. The design across the board felt Silent Hill to me. Yes. The way that when the ghost is like potentially visible somewhere in the level, yeah. there's like a droning. The that sort starts, of the sort of she's droning in, in dis- your ear. The, the, the yeah, it's really interesting. Oh, the yeah. drone and distortion and the audio in general is really good and just. When the light was swinging out of control and there was a blood-filled refrigerator just banging around yeah. out of the middle oh, of the Oh, yeah, yeah. That was very I was like, Hill. Okay, that's Silent Hill. Yeah. But all the other stuff... And there's like, a baby screaming coming out of it, too. Yeah. Which is yeah. special. But the baby screaming didn't... Uh, it scared the shit out of me, but it was like... This didn't feel like the same world to me of weird, like, yeah. all-arm-built mannequins in nurse costumes and Pyramid yeah. Head walking around well, with a huge knife. Like, it just yeah. didn't feel like that stuff to me, but that's my only association with that series. Well, the thing is, in Silent yeah. Hill, though, you, like... You are basically playing Resident Evil at points in that game. You can pull a gun out. You can like you're shooting monsters, right? Yeah. And this, yeah, it's just you're walking around. This you have no weapons, hard. and it feels like obviously, probably Dan- for the full experience, they're going to build that stuff in. But Danielle, didn't you talk recently about Silent Hill Four? That was exactly yeah okay. what I was about to say. So I played this with my same group of friends. We do like a stream <clears throat> on Saturdays. That's just like horror games, and we've been playing Silent Hill Four like all the way through, and that's been a a trip and a half like that's such a yeah. broken but awesome and you know hilarious in some ways but also spooky in some ways game and then we played this and the reactions from the room were just like incredible like people were infinitely more scared of this than they were of silent hill 4 yeah and i think a lot of that has to do with the combat and a lot of it has to do mm-hmm. with the first person perspective and the perspective yeah. and also this was <clears> something <throat> I don't know. I, I think there was something to be said. I, I agree that there are a lot of stupid puzzles in this, and there are a lot of things that are frustrating in this. But I do really like that your only means of interaction is staring at things and zooming in. Oh yeah, things. like yeah. that's really effective actually, when a ghost is going to jump out at you, and not often, yeah. but like enough to well, actually make you afraid. That's the thing. If you had a gun, a of that not as extreme right. as this. If you had yeah. a gun in this, right. it would change the whole. Well, I think a, oh, yeah. a lot of people yeah. use like. They say, like, I've actually, I think, made mm. this argument or some variation of it. That like, the bad controls in a Resident Evil game are sort of the limited, weird, yes. fumbly yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, Resident Evil 4 is classic. In, in Resident that, Evil yeah. or sure. in uh, Silent Hill, even, mm-hmm. simulates. It's like, that's, it's, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it's justified because it means that you play the game like a protagonist does right. in one of these things. Yeah, well, the, but, but, like, Silent Hill 1 is a classic example of that because you can shoot 
at a guy in Silent Hill 1, and you will miss like nine it's times so out of ten. But yeah, it's yeah. amazing. But at the same <laughs> time, they did it intentionally. Ta- taking it out entirely goes a long way <clears> towards <throat> that just... Right. You're just like, I actually am powerless. Yeah. I'm actually just in a fucking nightmare world yeah. where, yeah. like, that said, I did wish, because everything was so close up, and after having played Gone Home, I really wished that I could pick stuff up. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, that's true. I was talking about that with Ollie, about, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was talking about that, too. Using, yeah, it's like, using the Gone Home style, or, like, the just very close first-person vocabulary in this game yeah. would be so fantastic, because if it was just, like... Also, if, it, if, if, if the you game, let the game run in the background while you're looking at that stuff... You know what I mean? Like, you didn't right. pause. But I mean, like, because, like, Danielle, you said the, the, the huge strength of this is just <clears throat> you observe something, and then it's so good because it, it makes you follow, like, horror movie rules because, like, yes. you know that, like, you know to advance the stuff happening uh, in the open door, I just need to look as close into that open door as I possibly can, and I know whatever comes out of it is going to freak me the fuck out, <laughs> yes. but I have to do it. Right. I imagined that and then immediately it was like, oh my God, because there's all the stuff with the radio and all the stuff with the phone. It was like, mm. what? why doesn't this game yeah. make me have to reach out and pick up the phone and slowly and like yeah, listen yeah, to it? Like, what? Then you just, I don't want to pick up the phone, but I know that I have to because everything has been telling me that the thing I need is inside the phone. Like, why don't right. I have to tune the radio? To just making you actually have to, like, I have to move the photo out of the way and see what's underneath it. Like, those things, right. there's just like, it's infinitely potent and they just take it, it off the right table there, kind of. uh, yeah like it yeah to me it felt like a vertical slice where they decided just not to make that for the vertical slice but <laughs> if this is actually like 100 percent a proof of concept then i feel like yeah it sucks they're leaving so I have, the I have a question about that not having played it but just from i guess the perspective of someone who works on games and like just what my brain jumps to could be totally wrong does it feel like the lack of that kind of systemic interaction is because the level of fidelity they were shooting for made it just impractical or like that things it's, were so it's, sort of it's tough to know because handcrafted the, that the budget of the moments that they put in are so 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 high that it makes that me think is, that maybe yeah. like it seems like a lot of things are on the table like you pressing x on that stupid picture yeah it's like the most expensive and detailed effect that I've ever seen well, so what it, happens it just a little crazy hole bores in it and then some fluid drills out. But it's like... Yeah. It's, it gouges out the eye of the woman yeah, in the it's picture. Rendered, right? like if yeah. you're do you have hands at all in the world? Like, Do you ever... No. Con- you, you, see, you do see your hand on nope, the... Nope, you don't. The, it's, no. it's all done through head animation, but it feels yeah. really, oh, really tactile. The like, head for is some reason, amazing. I felt like you, nope, you like can when you, see the flashlight. When you open a door... Mm-hmm. Oh, I think you might be able to see the end of yeah, a flashlight. Yeah, just the flashlight part. That's only in a cutscene when you pick it up, I think. Yeah. But like when you open doors... Just the way the head leans into it and the way the momentum of the camera works feels so weighty that your brain right. imagines that you have a hand. I mean, yeah. it sounds like there's just an entire category of stuff they, of stuff they decided not to develop. Like, I don't know. You know yes, I mean? but just there's the, – right. it's all look. There's no notion of use at right. all other That's than, I mean. other yeah. than yeah. the bespoke yeah. puzzle so the question stuff. is did they do that intentionally or did they do that because – Well, it's like talking to Valve about yeah. like yeah. Gordon Hands. They're like, well, you know, working on Half-Life 2 – we just decided that the gap between sure. like no hands and hands doing everything we wanted was so huge that well, we're just doing no it's, hands. It's going to be interesting sure. once this blows up into a full Silent Hill game, though, yeah. because at a certain point you're going to have to gun, touch stuff to advance right? it. You don't have to touch a gun. No, I'm saying the that, Wii Silent Hill game didn't have a gun in it. That's right. There's the no Wii Silent Hill game, yeah. was, is that a Shattered Memories? Is that what it is? When you said that, I heard that as the Wii Silent Hill game, like the small Silent... 
the little the silent the little game. wee one the wee silent, the wee silent, silent game. game that's what i actually heard you say and i was really confused some fans <laughs> would would agree with that assessment i know I, that's what i i thought <laughs> you were referencing like neo gaff slang things in that game. i haven't actually played it i yeah. really i really want to play it, it had some really actually cool features in it but just but, at, yeah anyway. at a certain point i can't imagine you making a game that is the, even just what they showed blown up to 5 to 8 hours yeah. where you can't physically interact with something like it can't be entirely experiential and just your eyes make things happen even though it's that's the most captivating part of it is when you look at something and then it fucking flips out and you go oh, insane yeah. yeah but i don't think the actual game is going to have anything well, really to do with this trailer like kojima <clears> has <throat> said like oh it's going to be so different it's going to be totally different the game it could probably just be third person but like it now it probably will be and i think that'll that's actually going to ruin a lot of i know what they're it's building gonna, up it's here, going you know? to be the like dead island teaser of yeah. kojima yeah. games where you just say why didn't you make this like what it feels yeah. like weirdly is like a puzzle horror game like deliberately like you're going to be walking around solving puzzles like I can imagine, like a key code input in this game. You know what I mean? Something like that. Where You're getting it's all the codes, it, but like, yeah. Totally. But yeah, it doesn't feel like a game where you'd have a gun. I'll bet the final Man. version of this game has a gun. Yeah, I'd be willing yeah. to bet that too. And it won't be, <laughs> and it won't be as scary. Like I wrote this whole totally. thing about how this is actually going to be probably a thousand times more effective because it's you know an hour well, long or two hours long, however yeah. long it get it takes you to fi- finish sort of the last the last puzzle stretch. Stupid fucking that garbage. one is oh. terrible. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty bad. You're just talking to a microphone or something? And take 10 steps. You have steps to yell, I'm and, sorry, Lisa, yeah. you have to take 10 steps. There are certain trigger, well, different sounds or different triggers. Unbarred spoilers going on. I'm sorry. Whatever, you have Unbarred to sorry, everyone. <laughs> it's pretty, it's Kojima pretty unleashed. crazy. I mean, yeah. it, it supposedly Kojima, you know, released this and thought, oh, it'll be weeks before the internet figures it out because it we like made it so minutes. random and stupid. And it was <laughs> like an hour. How yeah. think... What kind of crazy, like, hermit do you have to be to think that's going to happen in 2014? <laughs> yeah, that was, it was crazy. You have to be insane. Oh, Kojima. Have you seen his Twitter feed? <laughs> it, was, it was on the same night. It was, of course it was, it was. within an hour. Of course it was. Have you seen the fucking Valve args, Kojima? <laughs> what? Yeah. Those things actually take a little bit of time. Yeah. But those are like... They don't take two weeks. Nope. <laughs> No, but those those are like there's slow scan radio frequencies buried inside yeah. this yeah. JPEG. Yeah, like, this is something where if you if you mess around enough, you'll get it within an hour or two, basically. Yeah, yeah. But it's stupid that it takes that long because this is, I think, well, like I mean, a fairly coherent experience outside of like that really I, annoying. It, we experience. almost yeah. gave up on it three times because yes. of the puzzles. Where it's like this That's is yeah. totally scary and really interesting. What's hilarious is I booted it up a second time to play, through, play through it again yeah. and forgot everything and became frustrated again. Oh, man. <laughs> Which yeah. Nick yeah. Brecken's life. So, <laughs> oh, no. full disclosure, we we couldn't figure out what to do on the last puzzle, so we then looked up a walkthrough. life. And then we did everything the walkthrough said, still couldn't get it to do what we wanted. Ugh. Uh, yeah. Said fuck it and watched a 1080p YouTube stream of the last five minutes of it. Went oh that's the end and yeah. then yeah it's not a yeah. very exciting ending. It's an exciting ending if you don't know what it is, right? right. For, and for you're the, a fan of Silent Hill person. and you're a fan because the yeah. trailer yeah you beat it and then it just goes Hideo Kojima and you're like whoa Hideo Kojima and then it's Guillermo del Toro whoa and then like it's a cutscene and then the actor like CG version of this guy from an AMC show okay and then and then it says Silent Hill and you go yeah fucking Silent Hill and then an S face. Up, There's and it's called S- Silent Hills, and then you no, go, oh, no, it fades in. No, no, no. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. terrible! It fades in. Yeah, it says Silent Hill, and then it an S fades in. Is the S in the oh, no. like a five? Also, no. Oh, it should be a dollar sign. No, it should be a five. 
Wait, wait. The S fades in, and then the two lines fade up, and then a question mark fades in, <laughs> and, and then a guy goes, "Oh no, it actually is this." The dollar sign and the question mark fade away, and then game.com fade in underneath right. that. Yeah. <laughs> or just dot game, maybe not yet. Yeah. Not yet. Dot game. Save that for the post roll, Jake. Game That's game. that one's not available yet. Oh. oh. When it is, though. Silent Hill so, dollar sign game. Do, do, I don't game. know if dollar signs allowed. Maybe it is. And fucking emoji were allowed for a minute until people shut that down. <laughs> oh, really? Is that not work anymore? I think. Yeah, no. I saw poop.com or whatever. No, it's it's poop emoji.la is we get panic got that. Uh-huh. But those guys getting that then publishing it made a bunch of registrars deliberately take emoji oh. out of their supportive <laughs> oh, characters. No. I think they also might have been involved in getting Unicode snowman.com. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That might have been someone else, but so I wanted to bring up something about Silent Hill. Wait, we're talking about emoji domain. I know. <laughs> I wait, no, I thought you were you were finishing your thoughts. I was, but I just had to jump back on it when oh, I, I thought see. you were changing away. I this see. is like seeing someone I'll play with a toy. I'll myself in emojis about no, Silent it's fine. Hill. Just talk about Silent Hill. I'll attempt to. Um, it's it's an, a series I really really enjoy and I'm really interested in, and I'm slightly worried about Kojima's involvement in it. <laughs> Um, someone posted something hilariously on Twitter about like, hey, Silent Hill 2 is a really cool game. It it did some really interesting things with, with actual mature subject matter with sexuality and with, you know, trauma and so on and so forth. And then it was like just pictures of of people's butts from Kojima games, just like Metal Gear Solid butts, but from this character, but from that character. So I am like a little bit skeptical about where this will go. This, the PT thing, I'm sure is going to be something I'm probably going to have enjoyed more. Oh, PT Anderson also. (laughs) Yes, PT. (laughs) Did he make... Uh, Silent Hill 2, yes. No, 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 no. no. That was Paul the, W.S. Anderson. Paul W. Anderson made, like, Magnolia. Made and Magnolia, Blood, Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights. Silent right. Hill movie. That's an unfortunate Right, and they, and they did the initial thing so that people would not confuse them, even I though I just confused them. I think he's always been P.T. Anderson, but Paul W.S. Anderson... Was not always. Cause he, oh, he... Because Paul... He... P.T. Anderson is actually usually credited as Paul Thomas Anderson, and Paul right. W.S. Anderson yes. made... Resident Evil? Yeah. Resident Soldier. Evil and Event Horizon. Alien, Alien versus Predator Event or something? Horizon, I don't know, which whatever. isn't as bad as everything else. But he made Event list. Horizon? I don't yeah. think he made Event Horizon. No, Maybe that was... Uh, I think he did. He probably did. It's probably, probably. his movie. Wait, you were going to say something about Silent Hill was real. Sorry. Um, yeah. Let's look at yeah. who made Event Horizon. Yes, this is a very important topic. Who made Event Horizon? I was just going to say that it's very likely that this will have been a more enjoyable experience for me than the eventual game because of Kojima. Oh, it totally was Kojima. Paul W.S. Anderson. See, okay, I'm not completely no, He made insane. the Resident Evil movies. That's why they named this P.T. To differentiate <laughs> from Paul W.S. Anderson. That's a good pull. <laughs> wow. I'm sorry. That actually uh, Danielle, you were interrupted by the stupidest observation ever made on Metal Phone. <laughs> Please continue. Um, so you, th- you think that Kojima's well, Silent Hill might not live up to the promise of P.T. Anderson's of, P.T. Of P.T.'s P.T. <laughs> <laughs> and of all the P.T.'s Anderson's that are in part of it. Physical trauma. There's another P.T. No, I mean, honestly, like, after what happened with, um, was it Ground Zero's? The most recent Metal Gear Solid right. game, yeah. mm. where there was some just really gross stuff uh, involving, you know, just women and sex and gross, horrible things. Bombs oh, inside of that. parts. Yeah, just there were bombs inside of parts, and there was, there was a gross rape thing and things like that. So it's kind of like, hey, I really love Silent Hill, and I like when subject matter is totally disturbing. It's just that Silent Hill has always done it in a tone. I'm not saying that Silent Hill is 
devoid of problems in this way, but the tone of the Silent Hill games always seems, to me at least, a little more introspective than sort of what Ground Zeroes was like in terms of it just doing something for shock value as opposed to doing something to actually explore it in some way. Yeah, Yeah. Silent Hill is is really um, subdued in a weird way. I mean, it's like there's fucked up shit in it, but it's like the overall air is is really it's pretty unusual in games. It's a little more yeah. psychological than well, like the yeah. the, the yeah, fear it's, factor it's is a, more psychological. It's, it's and, Japanese horror versus sure. like what but would it's, be a sense of American it's horror. Like an, a, sure. a more muted version of Japanese horror though. Like Jake I totally agree with what Jake was saying earlier that like Silent Hill to me does not feel like all oh, Japanese horror like right. which it has still such gets there it's so loaded gruesome heights I think yeah it does but that's such a loaded thing at this point like it comes it comes it's, along with so many like, like expected my, scenes my and moments gen, my, and Silent like, Hill the, is the not thing, just my, that my yeah. takeaway from Resident Evil is being terrified mm. that behind a door is a zombie that I'm gonna have to blow away thirty times with a gun <laughs> like first Resident Evil it's like oh my god you open the door and you have to go crack crack crack, crack and a guy is killed or Resident Evil four is my takeaway from that is fucking Chainsaw Guy sawing my head off and huge Cthulhu monster in a boat, you know? Whereas Silent Hill, my number one memories from it are always stuff from Silent Hill 2, especially, like, just just wandering around and, like, the abandoned hospital with, you know, and then you encounter with, like, a weird lighting, just a totally creepy thing scuttled away from you, and then maybe it cuts away to Pyramid Head, so you know he's out there somewhere, and you'll eventually get fucked terribly, (laughs) and this game is just the worst. But, like... I always think of the creeping around in Silent Hill, like the or yeah, like the radio, sure. yeah. yeah, like the radio. The that's radio just, that's just quiet. Sort of, it then goes, yeah. and like, or like the in the first game with the the huge like yeah. the foghorn that comes in. Is that what you just said? Oh, I said the fog. Oh yeah, like just it's yeah. always just this weird, like ephemeral ambient experience that occasionally just pops into complete right. madness, but then it just totally goes back into just yep. God, you're just definitely. being fucking creeped out by nothing. Man, I remember the first Silent Hill. Uh, there's that um, there's a level in a school. And you're walking around a school, and it's, you know... God, the first Silent Hill is hard to play at this point. Oh, yeah. It is. It is difficult. Yeah. It is. But I remember um, I was playing with a buddy of mine, and uh, you wander around the school, and it's kind of a confusing bit of the game. It's it's difficult to make your way through this. I had to look at a walkthrough or whatever. But at a certain point, um, you're, like, walking down a hallway, and all of a sudden there's just, like, a weird hovering ghost. And it, it I... My memory of it is that it looks like the ghost from like it looks like fucking Casper the Ghost is what my <laughs> is what my my memory of it is. But but the crazy thing about it is that it follows you around, and I think it I think it might even behave like the Super Mario booze, where like if you look at it, oh, it God. stops moving. Yeah. I don't Super know Super Mario booze. Yeah, the ghost in Mario Bros are called booze. They're called booze. Oh, I thought you meant like like a hooch. No, I was just. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Yeah. Oh man. But um AKA Luigi's flask. <laughs> yeah. But I remember I remember just we were terrified of these things because of the way that they behaved. Just I think they I think they could go through walls. I think they just followed you around. But we thought, oh, of course, if I get hit by this thing, I'm going to die. I'm going to get knocked back. Whatever. And it's long story short, like we spent two hours running for these damn things and realized you can stand there and they just go through you and nothing happens. <laughs> like it means right, the, they're just there to they're just the fuck out of you. Exactly. Yeah. They're there to just be a presence that is. Unsettling, you can interpret yeah. it however you want to Scary, interpret it, yeah. but it, it's yeah. not. It's not be there to be a game mechanic necessarily. It's just there to be fucking weird and spooky. Yeah. Which that's yeah, awesome. that's that's what Silent Hill feels it's like. So to me, is. good. The yeah. thing that would convince me that PT 
if if PT had this content, it would then convince me that Kojima's game was the best. Mm. Was if there was an insane if you could if the if this game had the notion of an absolute perfect playthrough that then meant that when you went through the basement door for the last time there was a dog at a control panel and you fell to your knees and said it was you. <laughs> and then it was, Oh, the dog ending. This is going to tie into, like, oh, Kojima God, making some endings. statement about P.T. Barnum and how there's a sucker born every minute. Or oh, something. Like, this is all going to loop around, like, 14 it probably times. Will. You've seen the Silent Hill 2 dog ending, right? Oh, it's amazing. This is oh, not yeah, a thing God. I made up. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, no, no, I, yes, like, years ago, I have very vague memory of this. Yeah. I can't, I can't oh, actually bring it there's to There's a bear. dog ending to each game. I'm oh, is there? Sure. I've only yeah, ever yeah, seen the There's always a UFO dog ending. God, we almost, we got partway done making a dog ending to Sam and Max Season 3. Oh, my God. Oh, man. We actually, there's a model in the Telltale Games source database. You could find this, Nick, probably, <laughs> of Seems Sam's like head. Here's your homework. It's, it's, we have, because there was... Where uh, do you think I've been? There's a model of Sam's head attached to the dog from back... It's, is it Einstein's body? I don't know. It's one of the, one of the other dogs. Yeah. Maybe it was a Walls and Gromit dog, whatever. It was all rigged and animated and everything, and we had the control panel from that season, and we had an animation of Max falling mm. to his knees. Oh, my God. Because people got really annoyed oh, that that game amazing. had a branching ending. Anyway, sorry. I forgot about that until just now. That's really good, though. We didn't have time to put it on DVD. <sighs> dog endings. Nick, put that in. It's Walking Dead 205 out yet? You got that dog. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, imagine the high-fidelity dog ending that Kojima and Guillermo del Toro yeah. can deliver in, in Silent Hills. I will not. With dogs ending. Dogs with a Z ending. You know what it'll be? It, it will dumb. actually Imagine just be Silent Hills. Oh God! <laughs> it will all wrap into some weird conspiracy. PT will just stand for like paramilitary training, <laughs> and like oh, God. like SWAT totally guys right. will come down, or like you'll you'll wake up yeah. and you'll be like, oh God, oh the war. God, oh, SWAT guys. God, like, SWAT the war. Guys no, it's will gonna come say, down. <laughs> what it's gonna do is it's gonna say Silent Hills PTSD, and it's gonna yeah, be exactly. Oh, yeah, you'll be like, oh. Oh, I'm in a hospital. Oh, but then the, and then I have the legs. Oh. But then also that it's like paramilitary paramilitary training San Diego or something, right? And it's like the San Diego fucking Miramar Air Force Base oh, or something. God. And then, did you know that there's a tunnel from this to the town of Silent Hill? Right. <laughs> uh, no, I didn't because the town of Silent Hill doesn't ghost. fucking feature in Silent Hills. <laughs> oh my it's God. Silent Hills. <laughs> Oh, God. man, speaking also, of that... <laughs> paramilitary guys come down is, like, just now going to be my, like... The, the like, end of Silent Hill... It was just a dream. Yeah, no. Uh, you're in the town of Silent Hill, and you hear the chopper... <laughs> yeah. And then all of the smoke starts blowing away right. because the helicopters are fucking right. blowing it out of the way. Yeah. And then just 800 and guys just all the ropes down. come down. Yeah. 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 And then it ends the way that you expect it to end. God, what was like? Oh. And it's a dog. Oh, the, when you said Piloting Silent America. Hill yes. in the, in the <laughs> stupid <laughs> Metal Gear voice, Silent Hill. the worst thing about, about P.T. is the radio announcer, instead oh, of saying yes. 911, he says 911. Uh, 911. Because it's uh, clearly written and oh recorded in Japan by an English-speaking person. Uh, but the man dial, dialed 911. I was like, that was, sounded obvi- that was uh, the worst thing. You didn't mean it to be a 911 yeah. reference. Obviously, yeah. you Although, just, Kojima probably did. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's because he doesn't <laughs> know that 911 actually means something. Yeah. In America. Specific. Yeah. Like, yeah. Ah, that just, it immediately just pulled me out of everything and made me mad. Yeah. The, the, <clears> if I might on say purpose. one thing, one last thing about PT. You may. And the thing that pulled me out is uh, the eraser head. So I, I totally like Whoa. loved how eraser head ish it was. And it actually really is. And there is a part where, sorry, Chris, this is going to spoil a wonderful thing for you. But the eraser head baby fetus monster thing oh, yeah. that's hanging out in the sink talks to you. 
And it has the most obnoxious, stupid voice, and it says the dumbest things. It's like, hey, you quit your job. What a loser you are. It's just like bro talking, and it's coming for this deformed fetus baby thing. What's funny about this is I didn't experience that, so it sounds like you're making this up. I know. I don't know. It's like, wait a minute. I have one more thing to say. That part where the baby baby starts talking. Dialogue from No More Heroes accidentally. It's just. This is real. Oh, my God. Like, sorry, I'm spoiling Chris. Sorry, I'm The baby's like, get a job, loser. If this entire episode had been you guys just sort of doing a bit where you're creating a fake experience that I'm just whole swallowing whole thing. You play this and it actually is just Silent Hill 2 HD vertical slice. Yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Like, I didn't talk to a baby fetus monster. Wait, that's also dialogue from the game, right? <laughs> yeah, totally. Where am I? Remember, remember when that baby says, "I don't talk like I didn't talk to a baby fetus monster." Yeah, it's like it's really uh, postmodern. Um, hey, well, how do you guys? You want to take a break or what? <laughs> I don't remember when that baby remember said that. Only you guys are losers. You take yeah, a break. Good job. Take a break. All right. God, bye. what a loser. Video game. You got fired, so you drowned your sorrows in booze. She had to get a part-time job working a grocery store cash register. Only reason she could earn a wage at all is the manager liked how she looked in a skirt. You remember, right? This is a baby in a sink talking about back. Well, I heard Nick Brecken was on the episode, so I thought I'd open it with just a huge explosion about existential angst coupled with with Twitter feed. (laughs) (laughs) So Oh, Idle so thumbs one hundred seventy two. A general malaise. Yeah, <laughs> there's a fucking malaise. I know. I know. The mal- fucking dot malaise. Yes. <laughs> Man, dot malaise. Dot malaise. I could see dot ennui being a thing that someone actually oh, yeah. fucking. Yeah. But it's actually for a company that is like E N N. How is there no dot fart? <laughs> so the con penis dot like con penis dot fart can finally be made real. When that was made, it was like. The most preposterous thing. The most preposterous thing, but now it's entirely within the realm of possibility. It's gone from being a joke about how there's domain names for everything to to the general populace becoming computer literate enough to know that that was completely outside the realm of possibility to now being totally on the horizon. Yep. Clown penis dot fart is on the horizon for sure. (laughs) Hopefully that actually gets bought by like Lorne Michaels, sponsor of dot fart. (laughs) Oh man. Like... Whatever is like Broadway <laughs> entertainment or whatever his thing is. Yeah. is on the and then they keep deliberately TED talk. forcing conpenis.fart <laughs> to be unavailable so that it just is the one domain name that no one can own. Right. Oh, man. That would actually be perfect. I'm going to see who owns this. The saga week. continues. Conpenis.fart, the saga continues, is actually probably a 2014 <laughs> SNL sketch. <laughs> oh, my That's God. Real. It's probably really shitty. Video Hey, Chris, have you seen that new t-shirt that we have oh, in our store? What is the deal with that, Jake? Oh, it's a shirt called The Wizard. Oh, The Wizard. Yeah, uh, people who backed our Kickstarter or who looked at our Kickstarter might remember the gold foil version of this shirt. Uh, it's the Idle Thumbs name in the style of a popular early 90s movie, I believe, or late 80s about a Nintendo and Universal Studios. <laughs> I designed this shirt. You did. It's the only thing I've ever designed that's on a t-shirt. Yeah. It's uh, the new shirt, The Wizard, is a, a dark purple bordering on navy shirt with uh, that logo in 
a pretty bright green. Like it pops. It looks really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, it's incredibly comfortable. Like like a lot of people seem to find our shirts. But it's now available. So if you go to yeah. store.idlethumbs.net, get a sick wizard T-shirt for your body. Do it. Do it. You do it, Chris. I already have. Video games. Twitter updated its help document. What's a Twitter timeline? In addition to the basic essential definition of a Twitter timeline, all tweets from those you have chosen to follow, plus retweets, there's a new section. Additionally, when we identify a tweet, an account to follow, or other content that's popular or relevant, we may add it to your timeline. This means you'll somewhat, sometimes see tweets from accounts you don't follow. We select each tweet using a variety of signals, including how popular it is and how people in your network are interacting with it. Our goal is to make your home timeline even more relevant and interesting. In most cases, this is the, the article again. It seems to be tweets favorite, uh, favorite, but not retweeted by people you follow. Yeah. Oh, my God. This reminds me. I went on Google Plus uh, yesterday just to do a Google Hangout. And it's too bad. On, yeah, I know. And <laughs> on the front page of my Google Plus account was um, this Russian person's post that was just this insane anti-American propaganda. And it had like 500 responses. Oh, God. And at first I was like, how did this How did this get on my thing? Like, I don't <laughs> follow this person. It must be like just somebody that, you know, got like reposted by somebody I know or something. And then I realized that... It said above the post, what's hot and recommended by Google. (laughs) And it was this insane anti-American diatribe. I mean, it was just insane. (laughs) And Google had just decided that people are talking about this. So here you go. I love that I the mean, phrase like, recommended what? by Google means literally nothing. I know. There's, that's the most, one of the most meaningless phrases. But when you step back, phrases, though, and just, just read it, I know. you're when like, you oh my God. If you read it like how it yeah. intends how it's presented, to be yeah. read, yeah. Yeah. it's insane. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was a fun moment. <sighs> God, living life on the internet that's ser- weird. Sergi Brin and Larry Page personally yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. select we, every yeah. recommended yeah. by Google uh-huh. post. <laughs> Yep. <sighs> Eric Schmidt. I found the internet. It's bad. It is pretty bad. About life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This the is the internet is weird right now. Day. It's actually, it feels weird to me. Like, amongst the malaise of this week is just a strange internet thing that seems to be happening where, like, I don't know, Robin Williams dies and everybody just like comes to life and says the exact same thing like a fucking insect with a thousand arms and all like twittering like this and then they just die for a second yeah. and then it just happens again and it's just like ugh, like it's just like an undulating fucking organism the that is meaningless is, the internet now. is just like a Cronenberg flesh pile yeah oh, it, yeah. it just feels like mm, I don't know and there's a lot it's of just... ugliness too like there are a lot oh, of yeah. things not even just Ferguson and not even just whatever the zoe thing and Mm -hmm. people just being shitty in general like it's been worse lately i'm convinced it's just been worse lately but now you're you're on idle thumbs talking about internet podcast good so that part's awesome all right i like that part. conversations on the internet (laughs) we do a thing on the internet where we just four people in a room with closed doors and the microphones (laughs) only go one way but it, but <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. God, this means the, that. this means the irony fave is fucked now. Yeah, because often what I'll do when people <laughs> like, like, when people scream oh, at yeah. me in, in right the fave in is work, you basically yeah. at them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, 
Yeah, but now, now like, so they're like, oh, look what Chris, Chris Rimmel recommended. Like, no. Yeah, so now this needs <laughs> the way sweet. that we were talking about it. It's a satire thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. If, you, if you give it the double fave, that means that it's an ironic <laughs> right. fave so that it, right. it shows up, but like it's just, it has huge it's scare quotes. quotes around it. <laughs> <laughs> we need a new internet. Get on it, dick. Yeah, throw things. this one. Yeah, let's just. We need internet two. Is that still a thing? Is internet two still around? 2.0. Remember that Internet 2 that universities had that was, like, way faster and more secret <laughs> oh, than yeah. Internet 1? Is that, like, IPv6? Oh. Yeah, it's probably... It's probably <laughs> yeah. IP boards. The, the rogue... It's probably IP board V6. <laughs> the rogue squadron of numbering SQL yeah, like, yeah, right. cascades. Yeah. Ugh. Internet 2, IPv6. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I think about this a lot. I get a lot of, of hate on I'm Twitter sure, yeah. and Facebook and <clears throat> so on and so forth. And, you know, it's a thing I do. Occasionally I will retweet horrible things people mm, yeah. have said to me. I, mainly to sort of show that this is an actual thing because some people don't believe you right, when you yeah, say yeah. people are totally. horrible and shitty. Yeah. But, you know, I've been thinking a lot, you know, based on the last few weeks. There's been a lot of negativity. There's always a lot of negativity, but it feels like, yeah, there, something, it just, something has gotten worse. And... Twitter is legitimately a place where some people, if they're, you know, I'll use the word oppressed, even though I know some people roll their eyes, but some people who don't have the means to communicate otherwise, they don't have the means to sort of get out of certain things. And some people who have the right to be angry if they've been, you know, the subject of racism or or whatever kind of oppression rightfully are angry on Twitter. And that's not something I ever want to disparage. Sure, of course. But it does feel as if, you know, just... In general, I wouldn't mind the internet burning down and uh, creating a new one. Yeah. A new happy place. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Well. It's very sad. We live in a cyberpunk dystopia. <laughs> is what it yeah. is. Yeah. But yeah. we don't have the cool neon lights and jet It's true. Where's our shit fucking like sick cyberpunk future? If we're going to have to live under these Where's a flying car? <laughs> <laughs> I want my hoverboard. Hover. Hover. <laughs> hover dot board. <laughs> hover. Oh, Our hover dot IPv6 IP board. I would enjoy that. <laughs> anyway, what are we internet, talking about? internet be Are we back? Be I, can't better. I don't, I don't think we're back. Maybe we're back. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I played a game. Lisa, I'm sorry. <laughs> this episode was brought to you by the internet, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> You're on the internet. You have a shitty job. Put you on the internet. Drinking all your booze. Yeah. She can only get a Shitty job. Shitty job where people from the post. internet just post all kinds of shit about you all the time. <laughs> favor your tweets. They favor tweets ironically. Ironically. <laughs> that you retweet your own tweets, loser. Bro baby fetus. So I, I played a game that was none of this. Did you say bro baby fetus? <laughs> I did. Well, anyway, Chris, go on. <laughs> Uh, it's called Probability Zero, and it was. I played it because it was. It appeared in my inbox as a purchase presented to me by Zach Johnson of Kingdom of Loathing, who's one of our office mates here. Um, he said, "This is a game you might like," and I played it, and it it, it is that. Uh, this was made by the guy who made Starseed Pilgrim, whose name is Alex something. Can't remember his name. I guess he made this game before Starseed Pilgrim. It's called Probability Zero, the the digit zero, and you can get it on Steam. And pro- you know probably elsewhere, and uh, it is a platformer set in a bottomless pit, basically. So you're just constantly going downward, and you have to keep pace as the screen goes down. And it's really it's really simple. Um, 
but it has a good sense of uh, just compulsion to it. Um, the you have very few interactions with the world. You have you know left, right, jump, and you have kind of limited uh, attacks. You have a, a um, shoot a, stars. Yeah, you, sh- you can shoot stars downward. It's a it's a limited uh, resource projectile, so you can run out of it. And you can punch like just immediately to your left and right. And then the farther you get down mm-hmm. in this like just endless shaft, you hit milestones that allow you to upgrade the attacks you have or so add new ones. Is like, it a downward endless shoot. runner then? Is that what you Yeah, mean? basically. But it's like you're but it's not like yeah, it is. But it's you know, the the it's randomly generated platforms that are just all over the screen. So you're running far to the left and right as you go down. It's not okay. it's not like one just constant downward fall okay you're platforming around is as this though? is happening it is endless yeah okay because um, i thought the prob- probability thing was sort of yeah I, that seems to be mainly a thematic thing okay I guess. Um, all right but yeah there's sort of a fictional layer of like oh the probability that you will succeed at this but then it mixes in like probability that you'll see your family again i can't remember all the different things but it's no. constantly throwing all these like invented probabilities at you some of them are real, though. I think I feel like they're based on like number of enemies on screen and all that. Yeah, stuff. you. What's like... funny is you probably have a better idea because about you that weren't because I, I was right. playing. I wasn't yeah, paying yeah. attention to that. No, I think I think a lot of them. I think a lot of them were based on what was happening on screen. Yeah, that's cool. God, that reminds me. Speaking of Silent Hill Two, sorry to go back to the like huge <laughs> no, discussion. Yeah. People on the Idle Thumbs forums recently have been talking about uh, how the ending of Silent Hill Two is based on all kinds of totally insane factors. Like oh, yeah. how long did you spend looking at your wife's picture? Or like <laughs> how long did you spend looking at the knife? Oh, you examine the inventory knife. And yeah. like yeah. if you have examined the inventory knife like disproportionately to all these other things, you commit suicide at the end. Like just holy shit. Um that's such a great <laughs> I never cool, knew this yeah. when I played the game. I never knew that, that this was like that these factors were um being tracked or anything. Uh, and I love the idea of the ending of a game being tied to these mundane minutia that you could game if you know about them ahead of time, but that there's no way to forecast based on obviously branching right, like, discrete choices. I understand that if I look at this knife, I will commit suicide. Right. No, that's <laughs> not. <laughs> yeah. Um, and like, yeah, whether you look at your wife's picture a lot or if you never look at it, like, ah, uh, so good. That's such a great, awesome, cool thing. Um, what is it? It's a great, super cool, super awesome, super rad, super ending. Dot ninja. <laughs> Dot fetus bro, baby. Nope. Nope. So anyway. <laughs> nope. Dot guru. Um, that reminded me of that, Nick, after you said the thing you said. That's cool. Um, I don't know what else to say about Probability Zero. Um, it's fun. It's challenging. And it's easy to be bad at it. But... Uh, <laughs> I just thought it was a, it's a, if you are inclined towards <clears throat> endless randomly generated games, uh, with simple mechanics, as I often am, uh, that is one you might like. Cool. Sounds yeah. good. Yeah. I feel like I played multiple games over the last month that I keep forgetting to talk about every week. <laughs> Have we talked about Destiny yet? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Mm. <laughs> do you want would you like to talk no, about Destiny Nick no, Bracken? Oh. No. Okay. No. Uh-uh. Fair enough. Mm. I played more Sunless Sea, but not much more. Yeah. So I still kinda wanna play another like I wanna get a good ten hours or so into that game before I really dive in and Fair talk enough. about it. 
I forget which one that was. It's sort of a... Uh, you're playing as a sea captain. Okay. Uh, you have a ship. You're sort of roaming around these, these islands, and you have encounters. It, it's almost... When you're actually on land, it's almost like the yog a little bit. Like, you, you kind of have encounters, and they give you points towards, you know, certain things, certain statistics. But when you're actually on the sea, you are sailing, and you're encountering monsters and gaining XP and things like that. It's really, really cool. But again, I, I'd like sure. to dive in yeah, a little further enough. before. All right. Giving a full opinion. I put, speaking of things I have not played very long, uh, I played a game called Lovely Planet. Oh. I think it's called. Oh, I've heard of this. I, I'd love yeah, to it's a 3D game, first 3D first person game with really really simple graphics. I mean, well conceived kind of visual style. It's almost kind of like Katamari Damacy if you were at the scale of the things in the world and like in the midst of them. Nice. But even simpler than that, I suppose. Um, very colorful and you run through these short levels and it's basically so like a like... time trial game. Mm. So you're just running through real fast. You have a bow and arrow that you use to shoot enemies. Um, and it's essentially someone described it as, as similar to super meat boy in 3d. And I think that's a decent comparison, not as brutal as that game, at least not to, to what I, you know, not, not in the context of what I've played so far, but, uh, but it's fun. Like you just, you want to perfect these runs and get them shave seconds or like fractions of a second off as you like dash around corners and jump and like shoot guys in midair as you're doing it. Um, but you know, it's this very like cute kind of pastel color 3d world. Uh, and it's, it's just really fun if you like fast paced, uh, cool things like that. Jake, did you see that Yoshi yeah, yarn it. game? <gasps> what game? The Yoshi yarn game. So I've only seen videos of it. That was released or announced at E3, right? Is it out? No, no I just yet. I just hadn't seen it yet. It's just really pretty. Oh yeah, Yoshi Yarn Game was one of the games oh. where you were like, I bought a Wii U and I feel like a chump. I was like, no, no, no. Oh, oh yeah, no, that's right, that's right. <laughs> it's that's on the right. list. I hadn't seen it yet, but I saw a video of it, and I really want to play that game. Now. It's nice that Nintendo is making games that have really nice graphics again. Yeah, yeah. it feels beautiful. like the Wii and the uh, GameCube. They did some ni- like Mario Galaxy looked yeah. fantastic, but everything before that has always just, has felt. Like, it was made by the B team, and I didn't know where the A team had gone. Mm-hmm. But now, everything mm-hmm. they're making looks very pretty. Yeah. yeah it's it's good. called Yoshi's Woolly World. Oh, yes. Just Yoshi's Yarn reference. Game. Just is getting you, that out there. Yoshi's Yarn Game is <laughs> what know. you Google, and then get Woolly World. Yoshi Yarn Game. Yeah, yeah. Woolly World. Which is actually even even cuter. That's a cute name. Yeah. It's a little too cute. I played all the levels in the demo like six times at E3. They let, <laughs> the nice Nintendo people let me just stay up there and keep playing over and over again, and make squeeing noises it was so it, nice so. it's nice that yoshi's tongue is kind of yarn but then when you eat a guy they unravel as yarn i know yeah, everything's just yarn yeah it's weird that you can see like there are little cute yarn guts though mm. you can't yeah, see it's those. like little intestines little what? red little red yarn i wouldn't swirls. put that past i guess i would put it past nintendo but like right. that yarn. feels like such a thing in like yarn culture that you would make a cute animal that then you'd open up and inside of it there right. would be yarn guts, yarn guts inside of a yarn skeleton <laughs> right. there's your yarn liver there's your yarn, yarn uh, intestines. Yeah, the bro baby yarn fetus. Yeah, bro baby <laughs> yarn. There's your yarn fetus. <laughs> That's the sound that was exactly. Actually, no, it's not. That's not the sound that makes. Sound that makes. <laughs> you had a cool God. job, but you. <laughs> Yoshi, you had a cool job with Mario. <laughs> now you're, now my, you're, all you're in my world. Oh, no. You're eating animals and turning them into yeah. your young, which your life is unraveling by the minute. <laughs> Oh, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. I'm Your life that, is unraveling I'm, yarn. I'm glad oh that God. it took you that amount of time to buy. Make shitty yarn puns. <laughs> you love them. It's 
what I'm here for. Are we, is Are it, we reading mail? We're crashing into reader mail. It's way too slow. Regarding Star Citizen's redacted studio, Patrick Kirkner writes, Greetings, Thumbs. A while back, y'all noticed that Star Citizen's FPS mode is being developed by an unknown game development studio in Colorado, the name of which was listed as redacted on the Star Citizen website. Chris Roberts briefly mentioned this during his Star Citizen presentation at Gamescom, that the studio is Ilphonica Games and that the mode will be unveiled at PAX Australia. Having not heard of this studio, I googled it and discovered that it was found by none other than Grammy Award winner Raphael Sadiq. I can't say I was expecting a direct Tony, Tony, Tony influence on Star Citizen, but I must say I'm intrigued. All the best, Patrick Kirkner. Good. How the, what is Star Citizen? Oh, that's incredible. Nobody knows. That's the more start, you learn, I feel like we've gotten a little closer like to Ayn Rand. Wait, the opposite. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The more you learn, the less you know. The more you learn, the less you understand. Right? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what I'll say. It's very Kojima. Yes. Uh, yeah. If it's, I might. That's uh, Randian, I think. I think that's. <laughs> yes. If I might, I, I just realized I read something on the internet recently about Yoshi, and okay, it's his real it. name. And I figured, Nick, you might appreciate this. So Yoshi's real name is T. Yoshisor Munchakubas. <laughs> what does the T stand That's for? Not his you real can't say name. real name and then have an initial in it. it it's T. Yoshisor Munchakubas. That's so frustrating to me. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't his name just be Yoshi? But I guess it's fine because his name and his species is Yoshi. It's all wrapped in. But also Mario is the Mario Brothers. It was already wrong. You don't need to make an answer for it. That like <laughs> yeah. when you answered that Mario's name is Mario Mario and oh, Luigi's garbage. name is Luigi's Mario Luigi's Mario and the <laughs> I mean, this Mario, is from, Luigi is Luigi's Mario. <laughs> this is from a 1993 character guide published topology. by Nintendo to help licensors uh, and other companies yeah. use their characters correctly. I don't know if that's canon anymore, though, because like <laughs> ghosts are not known <laughs> as Boo, but they were originally called Boo Diddlies. Like that's not oh. like oh yeah. Ooh. Oh. There's, so there's a lot a, of there's a Nintendo action comic that is that. just. Setting the lore of all of this. Yeah, or the, it was a Nintendo action comic or the, like, Nint- Nintendo world, yeah. Nintendo book system or whatever. Uh, remember that time when Luigi was inflating a tire and then when he <laughs> took his mouth off and it deflated, it was insulting Mario because he couldn't contain himself? I remember that from that one <laughs> Mario comic. They were trapped in the desert with a flat tire. Classic. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I yes. remember the desert. That was number three. Yeah. Anyway. Whoa. Wow. It's ty- you knew the episode. <laughs> I am for reader mail. I can't believe you didn't know, but it was real name. You guys want more reader mail here? Yes. Sorry, Hill. I, I derailed. No, it's fine. We had to talk about Yoshi's name. <laughs> That's okay. That is the sort of thing you'd call up the eight hundred number and ask the guy, and then he would. <laughs> yeah, know. yeah, exactly. But he didn't know because I called the guy and asked him what Yoshi meant, and he told me the actual Japanese phonetic components of the name and what those meant. Well, that's fantastic. You got a real life. You got cool. an interesting yeah. like educational answer. I was so enamored with that. Shit. I was so blown away by that that I called again and asked another guy the same question, and he didn't right. know. <laughs> so I just got like the one cool yeah, guy. Who was, like, my life, my life has been leading up to me being the like 1990 right. Nintendo phone help guy or whenever Mario World came out early. early you were like getting those guys fired. <laughs> no way. That guy had that to kid have... calls an ass. It's Yoshi. And it means I had to have gotten one guy promoted and one guy. Right. Uh, less than less than desirable review yeah. when that call was recorded for quality purposes. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Oh, All right, Ray Ho writes. Both those guys are now Phil Fish. <laughs> <laughs> he writes, "Hey, thumbs crew, watched a few Let's Play videos of Crypt. Oh, Crypt of the Necrodancer and the soundtrack, and it was strongly reminiscent reminiscent of the classic Zombies Ate My Neighbor. Um, neighbors, zombies in per- neighbors, zombies in particular seems like Sorry. a game that the team really enjoyed making. My question to you." 
Who amongst the Thumb Crew grew up playing it, and what interesting backstories have you heard about that game? Zombies Thanks ate my Thanks, and keep up the great work, Ray. Wait, Zombies Ate My Neighbors or Crypt of the Necrodancer? Zombies Ate My Neighbors. I never played this game, but it was a LucasArts game. It was a LucasArts... And I was always in the Adventurer magazine, but I never had a console, yeah, Zombies so Ate My I Neighbor. play it. I was so annoyed. It was a top-down, like, action game. It was a... It was a Either same screen or split screen call, but it felt like it was LucasArts' answer to Toe Jam and Earl, basically. Oh, yeah, mm. definitely. Because it, it's a game where you play as a brother and sister in a zombie apocalypse, and you have, like, a gun that shoots plungers, and you, the other person has a slightly different power, and you're trying to just clear all these boards. The only thing that I remember about Zombies Ate My Neighbors is that it actually had a bunch of LucasArts in-jokes, because the team was still small. So, like, oh. you can get to a level, a hidden level that's all tentacles from Day of the Tentacle, and that was the only thing that I, I actually remember it. from that game. I feel like I used to know other stuff about it, but I don't. Uh, I I they, there was a sequel uh, called Ghoul Patrol. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> I've never heard of that. I, yeah, I don't know if that one was released under the LucasArts name or not, but I think it was it was a sequel. Do you know Zombies Ate My Neighbors? Facts? I do. Well, I mean, I I dabbled. My cousin had it, and we played it at his house, and that was fun. I just remember getting points for killing people and thinking that was the best thing ever because <laughs> I was a, apparently a homicidal seven year old. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I, it's weird because Toe Jam and Earl was made by a studio, I think, in Marin County or in the North Bay. Really? I think that's the case because Steve Purcell, who was never a full-time LucasArts employee, the guy who created Sam and Max, yeah. I don't, or he was very limited time that was the case, he did freelance illustration on Toe Jam and Earl, and he designed all of the bad guys in Toe Jam and Earl. Mm. I don't think he designed Toe Jam and Earl, but if you look back and then you're like, oh, the crazy dentist running after you with the drill, like the fat beehive lady pushing the shopping cart. If you look in the manual, they all just look like Sam and Max characters. Right. And I know uh, one of the lead programmers on the Sam and Max sequel right before that was working at Toe Jam and Earl on the Dreamcast game that was canceled. So like, there's weird, oh, weird. cross-bleeding, but I don't think any of those people actually made Zombies Ate My Neighbors. <laughs> Oops. I just confuse all of them all the time because of that stuff. Also, yeah. the the box art for it always reminds me of the end of Sim Ant. Because <laughs> people looking crazy in like yeah. a big spiral. Oh. Uh, yeah. That's it, yeah. Anyway. Zombies God, ate my neighbor. It's very 50s. Sci- the, I loved Sim The cover is very sort of 50s yeah, man, sci-fi. Sim Ant, that game was awesome. I remember writing a book report based on things <laughs> I knew in Sim from, from playing Sim Ant. Like about ants. <laughs> That's like it was just awesome. like this has to have been discussed on a previous episode because one of our episodes the art is the end is of Sim Ant, Sim Ant yeah. which we couldn't find oh, a good God. image of and so then Chris had to, had to remake <laughs> the pixel art for it. <laughs> so that's the cleanest Sim Ant victory screen image you'll ever find on the internet. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Whoa! In 1997, LucasArts released a game for the PlayStation and Saturn titled Herx Adventures, which used the same basic gameplay yep. format and mechanics. Yeah, Herx Adventures was like a awesome. like comedy greek mythology thing oh my god that I game play that. Yeah. yeah no i played I, that I, I i didn't i would yeah. like that to came play out that. like the era of like uh mortimer yeah. and the riddles of the medallion or whatever oh, that god. like yeah. weird that game was like an edutainment game that used the like rebel assault engine <laughs> so you're oh, flying awesome. around on a snail Jesus. through like wacky surreal environments that were weird. using the same oh, tech the as 90s. flying a, flying to the death star <laughs> that's fantastic yeah. these are the things that make me happy about video games weird shit like that but I don't really have any memories of zombies ate my neighbors. I just you remember do, killing people and thinking it was great. Yeah. Because my mom was not into me having violent games. I was. It was, you know, all the Nintendo games were fine. The, you know, the general Mario Brothers games were all fine. But, you know, we could not have violent games for her daughters. But I, I went to my cousin's house and I played violent things and loved it. So. 
And now I'm the citizen, the upstanding citizen I am today. Yeah, I remember my cousins Alexa and Courtney came over to our house, and we had Doom multiplayer running on a null modem serial cable, oh, nice. and they That's their minds awesome. were blown. It was like the best thing they'd ever done. And then their mom was like, "What the hell is this?" Yeah. <laughs> so that was the end. Was of your that. was your aunt God. or uncle really mad at you for that? Oh, I think that happened, and then we went, and I had a chemistry lab in my garage, and we mixed <laughs> a bunch of shit together and made something that smoked horribly and was clearly yes. noxious, and that was... That. So you were just the bad cousin at that point. Yeah, that you was... You were the cool cousin. You had all the, the fun, I mean, illicit as far as the parents shit. are concerned. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, was yeah a bad, that was a bad day for, for cool times, but it was also the best. <laughs> <laughs> cool times. Cool dot times. I just realized, like, the way that my block was situated, I was at the end of our block, and then there was a house on the left... Where there were two. Sorry, I immediately pictured this as the paperboy map when you described this. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. basically that. But the the house on the left, um, the couple had two uh, girls about my age, and then the house on the right, um, there was this one kid, and he was a little bit older than me. And the video games that I because I didn't have consoles at this point in my life, like it took a year. But like in that year, I had to go to those two houses to experience video games. And the nice. the house on the left with the two girls. It was always like the edutainment or like quiz show NES games, yep. like Jeopardy or whatever. Like it was just like the very fucking like, Super Solvers. Or yeah, something. yeah. I think maybe oh, man, I was all about Super Solvers. Those PC yeah. games. Oh, yeah, well, I think Super Solvers. Was there were some intensely strange uh, NES games like that. But then the house on the right was the kid who was just a little bit deranged, like the kind of kid that would like put two crawfish in a jar and like make that happen. Dude, Sid from Toy Story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically, yep. yeah. He had camouflage pants and like I would like watch him play Doom over his shoulder and he would never let me actually play it. Like he just always made me watch him play Doom. <laughs> And that was like it was like the bad kid with like the PC, like the like the weird PC oh, games no. where you shoot people in the face and like Nazis and stuff. And then on the left, it's like, hey, come play Mario too. And I was like, <laughs> video games are fucking weird. Like, <laughs> I gotta get me some of these. That conclusion lasted for twenty five yeah. years. <laughs> did we? Oh, when we were talking about the new Wolfenstein game, did we talk about BJ Blazkowicz being Jewish or yeah. not on the episode? Yeah. At oh, one point, wow. at one point, yeah. Carmack tweeted about that because someone asked him and he said, as far as I know, he is, but I never actually asked. And then he CC'd Tom Hall and Tom Hall never replied. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh, man. Ice cold. All right. Greg Borenstein or Greg Borenstein, one of these men, writes, Hi, Thumbs. The brief mention of laser tag at the end of your last episode inspired me to ask, did you know there are competitive high-level lo- high laser tag players? Of course there are. Picture in your mind for a second what super elite 1v1 laser tag play would look like. 1v1 laser tag? If you pictured two normal-looking dudes with super serious looks on their faces, wearing laser tag gear, standing in the middle of an empty circle, jumping up and down, holding big plastic rectangles over their heads that make laser blaster noises while trying to simultaneously cover their chests with their arms or jump up and down high enough to hit each other around that, then boom, you've got it. Here's a link to two of the top laser tron players yes. putting on an exhibition match that will give you an idea of it. Lasertron one on one. And I just watched a couple of minutes of this and it's fucking crazy. It's like two it's like two stocky guys in the dorkiest version of fencing you've ever seen. <laughs> so anyway, I'm gonna continue the email now. It's like a cross between oh, sumo wrestling and eighties video game and watching two office workers use their blackberries with psychotic levels of enthusiasm. <laughs> This seemed like basically the most idle thumbs of competitive 80s mall games, so I had to <laughs> I had to share it with you. If you ever need to raise money for charity or anything, I think an idle thumbs hosts 1v1 laser tag tournament would be a great way to do it. I, for one, would drop some cash to see Danielle mop the floor with the rest of you. Keep up the great cast. <laughs> yeah, it would be 1v4 and... <laughs> 1v4. <laughs> 1v1 seems so wow. boring. It's whole... crazy to watch because it's like... 
it really is like fencing or something where they just Im- oh, yeah. they immediately go on guard and like cover them like their laser like receptor or whatever <laughs> it is on their chest and like as soon as one of them gets a point they immediately both like relax and then for like a second and then tense back up as the next point starts it's fucking stupid <laughs> that's incredible so it's is it an event where if where if someone like semi jokingly scored it with a tango piece it would work with or, a what like some sort of tango style song or not oh god oh oh, oh uh like could you make the romantic version of this right. in a in a movie yeah probably <laughs> yeah totally um here let me like show nick because he's next to me Oh, this is. What's the next reaction? <laughs> oh, that's that's, that's... <laughs> Nick. How are you gonna react? <laughs> <laughs> They're swearing off. <laughs> <laughs> what? Each point lasts like three seconds. Are the spectators serious? It, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like they're like having a, seizures like collectively. A ring of dudes around watching them. Are they like so super like a break serious dancing looking? Competition? Or are they having fun? Yeah, it's like a breakdancing competition, but they're wearing plastic shit <laughs> and jumping up and down. Oh my god! Oh, the sounds are so good. Yeah, All you hear is the raise. They like meaty up to like shoot down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is meaty laser sound effect. Sounds like height is a huge advantage in this game. Yeah, if you're like seven foot tall and you're fighting against like a five foot tall but guy. But you gotta worry about the guy being able to shoot up into your chest plates oh. still. Oh shit. I guess it's probably easier to block. Just like boxing. Direction. You gotta, you gotta go to the body. Mm. Or you go to the head. Yeah, yep. I would definitely compare one v one professional <laughs> laser tag battles to boxing. There's nothing. I mean, it's really just like it, you know. So there's this game where your objective is to absolutely not touch anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Sounds like a competitive lower. sport. I'd, I'd love to, to yeah, dip my toe into. Yeah, you'd probably clean up. Next time I'm in Santa Cruz. Well, you just need to get a bunch of friends to buy out all the other spots at the Santa Cruz Boardwalk laser tag, <laughs> and then they all just have to throw their guns down and start just doing like Street Fighter cheer moves in the background yes. as you and your friend totally throw down in the neutral middle area. Oh my god. It seems fine. My yeah. next birthday. Nice. Make it happen. Next birthday is 1v1 laser tag at the bo- and Neptune's Kingdom. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we all have our desires in life, our dreams, you know. That's fine. That one we have in common. <laughs> <laughs> When's your birthday, Jake? It's Halloween. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. That's extremely exciting. Yeah. It's a great birthday. It's one of the good ones. Yours is good too, I bet. It's not terrible. It can be terrible though. What is it? It's a day before Valentine's Day. Ooh. Wow. It can be good. That's a loaded. Yeah, it's a loaded birthday. It can can go either way. Or it can be awful. Yeah, sure. Hmm. So Halloween Halloween generally works out. Yeah. Not a, not a lot of romantic, like yeah. things affixed to that. The pressure is not on just that candy yet. and being dumb. Yeah, <laughs> sounds great. Also, no pre- no shit. like presents associated with it. So right. it's not sabotage. It's not a gift giving holiday. Yeah, it's right. just yep. so. and as a kid, you have candy as, and then it's sort of slowly. It's not even like a CrossFit. It's just there's an additive experience where alcohol gets involved. Yeah, that's that's fine. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. And you get to dress up your whole life. If you choose what? to. Your whole life? If well, you want to dress up on Halloween, there's no shame in doing so for the you entirety dress up your of your whole life. life. I guess I, just, I was born on Halloween. Your whole, your, your, this is a full-time pass. I am, I'm Mr. Halloween. <laughs> the, the one downside to it, actually, is that it's, it's not a gift-giving holiday, but it is a social holiday that's built around experiencing things with your friends. Yeah. So the True. shitty birthdays of mine are the ones where, like, 
I, you know, did something with a friend maybe or a parent Oh, like on the convenient weekend a week or two weeks earlier than that. And then on Halloween, I'm sitting in my apartment in Marin watching a, the Wire DVD when I know that it's Halloween <laughs> and that every like I have a lifetime right. of previous Halloween birthdays, which are like the craziest day of my entire life. And then I'm just sitting there going, well, I guess I got this thin crust Domino's pizza. <laughs> <laughs> so that sucks. But it's <laughs> really sad. Whatever. At least it's just me. What? <laughs> as opposed to, as opposed to you and Lisa the ghost. No, I'm saying, I'm saying, as opposed to it's a the happiest day birthday of all time. Yes, yes, I, I see what you're saying. Me. As opposed to a birthday that is tied to Valentine's Day, where if that goes oh, south, oh, that oh, is sure. a fucking sucks. shit show. It sucks. Uh, like that's yeah. just your oh yeah. god. It yeah. can go badly. No, fair enough. Yeah. It can go very badly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's true. Yeah. We done with the reader mails? I think we're done with all of it. <laughs> I think we're what? Just done. The internet. I think we're done with everything except reminding you uh, that... To rate us on iTunes! <laughs> you son of a bitch. This episode was sponsored by Hover, an excellent, our favorite domain name registrar. You should favorite them. You could do that if someone tweets about them. Uh, go to Hover.com, use the promo code MINTS, M-I-N-T-S, for 10% off your first purchase. So try getting coolcool.game. Once that's taken, uh, get... Another domain name, maybe for your own personal site. Get an email address. Who knows? Get something good. Yeah. Um, also, last week we mentioned that we are going to PAX and we have a live episode on Sunday. Is that at 1130? Yes. Mm -hmm. On Sunday? Indeed. At the Hedgehog Theater. So, where are your... Step no, 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 no. one. It's the Sphinx Theater. It's not the Sphinx Theater. You gotta stop getting those backwards. The Campo panel is in the Sphinx Theater. I'm a oh no, you're right. No. Fuck, I got it wrong because I was so excited about it. <laughs> no, it's in the Sphinx Theater, which is the boring theater. <laughs> oh no. If it was the Hedgehog Theater, our life would be so complete. But it is eleven thirty Sunday in the Sphinx Theater. Yeah. But also we were saying we're trying to put something together on Sunday evening for people. We ended up actually oh not being able to find a, a free time or venue that actually worked for us, but we are going to be participating in another event that I guess is not entirely announced. But if you, but if you go to the hard rock Seattle Sunday from like six o'clock to 10 o'clock, a lot of us will be there along with a bunch of other people who other developers who make video games and like video games. So if you want to hang out there after PAX or if you're not going to PAX and are in Seattle and want to go, Chill out with us and Idle Thumbs it's fans. Free. It's free. Go to that. Go free to that. Event. That'll be booze and video games. Sphinx. And Sphinx Theater. Yep. Hover.com. Mints. Mints. Mints Sphinx. No. It's not. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> video games. But it is so depressing to like get ready for bed and to get in bed and then just have your Twitter feed like <laughs> the the switch turns and it's just yeah now you will learn about everything that's happened after the sunset in Ferguson it's like yeah. oh, this is bad and this is so bad everything's uh -huh. bad and then I wake up okay this is everything that happened in the night and then I just feel like a powerless loser and I'm finding out about it from my phone in bed terrible right bad at all it doesn't make you a shithead like you you at least share right? it still make it makes you feel the worst in no, all I ways know. in know. all like that all, the whole gamut of worst is covered <laughs> anyway sorry yeah, the whole gamut of worst it sucks 
God, but then the it's whole just, gamut of worse. Like the, everyone's just having a shitty week for all all possible reasons. But that just being the thing that is also happening on top of everything, yeah. like it's the worst thing. It's the it background makes, story on an episode of it's television. It, where everybody's yeah, lives. Are it, it makes all the small things seem <laughs> both stupid is. and like hyper spiked like, because worse. of it. Yeah, it's just like yeah, yeah, oh yeah, my yeah. god, everything sucks. Yeah. Oh, it's just right. out of control. Yeah. Like. Phil like, Fish is the like, embodiment of this right. fucking shit. <laughs> yeah. because, no, because Phil Fish is it because Phil Fish's Twitter feed is this yeah, week because yeah. yes. he's just just posting about Ferguson and how terrible it is forever. And then I keep thinking, finally, That's Phil exactly Fish. That's exactly what he says. It's like I'm actually enjoying that Phil Fish is on Twitter for a sustained period, yeah. but I keep also just being like. Where is the sweet release? When does Phil Fish finally right. just burn out and go <laughs> away again? Release. So I don't need to have I this in my life. Release. But it's like, why don't I just? I don't want to just unfollow Phil Fish, but I can't. But that's the whole thing. That's literally everything that's happening. I'm Nick Brecken. <laughs> you can't unfollow <laughs> Phil Fish. It says it all. <laughs> but like, oh. I, I mean, as as the man said, you can't unfollow Phil. I Fish. can unfollow <laughs> Phil Fish, you but can I can't unfollow fish. the world. Like that is like, so I might as well just keep Phil Fish in my fucking feed. <laughs> <laughs> just add the word dot in there so, like, but I, so I might as well keep Phil, Phil dot, dot fish in my fucking feed and <laughs> my fucking dot feed probably also available <laughs> <laughs> fucking dot feed oh man in my fucking dot feed <laughs> gross I guess we have an end of an episode now Chris I hope you're happy oh, yeah, you got it all man.